This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. Isn't it bullshit to have to question where your food comes from? At Vital Farms, you can trace your pasture-raised eggs all the way back to the source, the pasture. On the side of each pasture-raised carton of eggs, you'll find the name of the farm where your eggs were laid. And when you look the farm up on their website, you'll get a peek at all the sunshine, fresh air, and open space the hens enjoy. Learn more and find out where to buy them at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unequal Sequel Extra. This is our part two of Rich, what are we doing? Our top ten sequels that are better than their originals. So we've already done ten to six. Yeah. So if you've missed that, go stop this now. Go back and listen to part one from last week, so you get you so you don't start off in the middle. Yes. So we're about to do rundown from five down to one of our best sequels that are better than the originals. Only sequels. So no part threes, no part five. Sorry, Fast Five. You would have been in there. And also, yep. they're not our best sequels ever. They're our best sequels that are original, better than the original. Yes. So there are sequels out there that are just as good as the original but the, and would make our, se- our best sequels list. So sorry, Ghostbusters 2. But you're not better than the original. No. Should we each do our 10 to 6? Just to... Yeah, let's give people a reminder. So 10 down to 6 for me. Yep. 10, Wrath of Khan, Star Trek 2. 9, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. 8, Lethal Weapon 2. 7, Aliens. And 6, Toy Story 2. Right. And mine is also number 10, Star Trek, Rafa Khan. 9, Lethal Weapon 2. 8, Blade Runner 2049. 7, Back to the Future 2. And 6 was Desperado. Nice. All nice choices, I think. All great choices, Rich. I haven't been angry at any of your choices yet. Which is good. But I might change that now. Not angry... I think you just might be a bit bewildered because I I think I've not seen this come up in the, you know all those lists online of sequels that are better than the originals. I've not yes, seen yes. this one come up very often. In fact, I'm not sure I've seen it come up at all. So it might just be just very personal to me. But my choice for number 5 is Karate Kid 2. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now, I can't comment on this because I haven't seen Karate Kids in a long time. Oh, okay. I'm not, not saying I haven't seen it, because I'm pretty sure I've seen the Karate Kids, but I need a refresher, because I also want to watch Cobra Kai. Okay. And I keep and I keep meaning to do them all. You definitely need to do that, because uh, Cobra Kai is amazing. Yeah, I get told us. But the, 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 thing, the reason with Karate Kid 2 is because it does that thing that Alien and Aliens does, and it totally changes the, the genre, essentially. So right. Karate Kid is all about a coming-of-age movie. It's totally a coming-of-age movie. It's about Daniel's journey from a weedy little kid to having confidence in himself and learning that through Mr. Miyagi, who is quite one-dimensional. 
he's that kind of old Asian wise man that you know that kind of like like guru figure. You know, he's quite a one dimensional. Whereas Karate Kid Two is more of a Mr Miyagi movie than it is a Daniel movie. So right. he, they go back to Japan and Mr. Miyagi teaches Daniel about his culture and his village in Japan. They go through the reasons why Mr. Miyagi left and went to America and what he left behind, the love that he left behind and all the hatred that was left behind and the rivalry that he left. Yeah, Daniel gets involved in the feuding, essentially, and that you feel, whereas the violence in the first one is kind of controlled, it's about a karate competition, this violence is kind of real and this is about a fight to the death almost not a fight to win a competition oh completely flips that kind of genre and i just love it i love the change of scenery from america to japan i love the daniel's love interest in this i think she's amazing there was a bit in cobra kai where he goes back to japan and he meets her again and i'm just like oh i just oh oh, i love it so much but it does it yeah it does that brilliant thing where the it does it does more you know it changes it flips out the genre essentially and it makes a different movie is this one you watched when you were little yeah so this is one i remember watching with my dad because my stepmom absolutely loves the karate kid so i remember watching it as a family together mm. what's your number five dave my number five and you might be surprised this is quite low for me but it's empire strikes back oh i am surprised so i have this i have empire strikes back in my list too but not for a little while yet <laughs> I think everyone who listens to this podcast might know that I'm quite a big Star Wars fan. Mm. I love Star Wars, but obviously Empire Strikes Back is better than Star Wars. Yes. There's no question about that. Empire is better than New Hope. Yes, very true. But I know for a fact that you prefer Return of the Jedi. Exactly. And that's why it's not higher. Yeah. And I was when I was originally writing, I was doing, making a list of my best sequels ever. And I, we'll probably do that down the line somewhere. I was like, I'll try and fit one Star Wars and one Lord of the Rings in. Mm. And then I was like, why am I making that? I love all of them. So yes, I like Return of the Jedi better. And that's for personal reasons because it's the first one I watched. I think it's brilliant. I think it's a bad rap. I don't know why. It's got the greatest ending of the freeway storytelling yeah. adventure. I don't know battle. why it gets a bad rap either. It's crazy. It's nearly perfection as like a finale of a movie. I love it. Empire Strikes Back is also a, fan- a fantastic film. It's darker the bad guys win. It's just a, a better film. It's not, it doesn't feel as long as Star Wars. Star Wars feels like it, it takes a while to get going. And there's bits when you think, I wish this would hurry up. But Empire doesn't really have that. The tempo it just goes along. You've got Luke and Dagobah. You've got the sky base. You've got Vader being evil. You get Boba Fett pop up and everyone seems to love him, even though he does nothing. It starts with doing Hoff. Yeah. St- starts in half. You've got the whole Luke in trouble. You've got that big Yeti kind of monster attack. You've got ghost, uh, Jedi ghosts already popping up. You've got Han sticking him in like a, what's it, a wonton, whatever it's called. A wonter. <laughs> I like wonton. Um, yeah. And it's just good. You've got the whole space worm out the asteroid field as well. Uh, you've got Slave One popping in and out. Yeah. I think a lot happens in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. You know, it's good. It's it's very good, and I want to talk about it, but I want to talk about it later because I've got it later down the list, and I'm a bit surprised. I uh, know I'm not surprised actually. No, I know why it's five for you. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I still love Star Wars. Don't anyone take away my Star Wars love card? It's a great film. I love that bad guys win pretty much. Everything goes tits up for the Jedi's. It's literally a perfect middle of stor- installment. If anyone was trying to do a, a trilogy, yeah, and a lot of people have tried to make that. Empire Strikes Back 
middle mm. and very people have succeeded uh george lucas who decided didn't direct this one was it It was irvine irvine kirshner or kishner yeah directed it was, yeah. This. george lucas uh, stepped back and just produced but rumors are that he did a lot of the directing because obviously irvine didn't have much work with visual effects at that mm. point and i love space battles i love it all i love lightsabers I love the world of Empire, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Me too. And like I say, I, I will t- I will talk about this, but I, I want to wait until I put it in mind. So that was your five. That was my five. My number four been a lot of people's favourite sequel. Ooh. And it's been a couple of people's favourite sequel as their choices on this podcast as well. Okay. And my number four is The Dark Knight. Okay. And it is a great movie. It would be a great movie if there was nothing before or after it. It's a purely a great, great movie. It's dark. It's sort of funny. Like how is how could it be so dark and so fun at the same time? I think that that Heath Ledger's Joker is the perfect foil to Christian Bale's Batman. You know, I think that it's it really just is is a really really great movie. But I don't love it. You know, like I don't have that emotional kind of love for this movie. It doesn't grab me in, in here. If someone said we're watching The Dark Knight. I'd be oh yeah great that's a good movie. And then I'd be like, but if somebody said to me we're going to watch Empire Strikes Back, I'd be like. Yes, you know. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I respect that decision. I mean, I a little bit disagree, obviously. Cause yeah, I'm... of course, because you've got it higher up than the list than me. Yes, I do. Yeah, I, 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 this is definitely in the running for me for one of the best sequels ever, uh, and I can see why so many people talk about it. It's, it was a little bit of a game changer. Like, like you said, Heath Ledger is hilarious and frightening, mm. and he's just mesmerising when he's on the screen. I can't remember watching film then a character actor made that impression of me. Like, wow, that is insane. Like, what he's done, he did in that movie. Yeah. It's just... I get that. I totally get that. And objectively, in my head, I'm like, it's got to be one or two. But in my feels, it's it's four. That's yeah. fair enough. And, and yeah, but I'm more of a heart than a head kind of guy. Well, it's got to connect with one of those twos, doesn't it? Yeah. And it definitely connects with the head. Absolutely. Like, objectively, it's up there. And it is better than Batman Begins. A lot of oh, people, yeah, you definitely. know, there are some people that are trying to argue that fact. I can't get on board with that. <laughs> They're just wrong. <laughs> and I like Batman Begins. I think it's a good it's a good starter point for reintroducing Batman in this the new world, as it was at that point. You yeah, know, we, it was trying to get over the Fantastic Fours, and the, and then this came along. And you're like, that's how you do it. <laughs> and then Dark Knight just went next level. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely. So, what's your number four then, Dave? My number four now. This is where Two Towers. Ah, okay. I watched Two Towers twice in less than 12 hours. <laughs> First time I saw it, I saw it at 12 o'clock at night. We got to like, I think I was saying it in another one of our episodes that the cinema above my old bowling alley job got us to come and watch reels and then i already i had tickets booked already for the first show in with our friend matt hyman at like 10 so when i rocked up they were chatting there's about four of us five of us and they were just like, oh, i wonder what's gonna happen i'm gonna have, have <laughs> talk about Gollum, and i was like mm, i know <laughs> did you tell him you knew yeah i told him i was already saying that it's brilliant <laughs> and like i say when you would you discussed it as your number nine which is almost insulting at this point <laughs> helms deep is so fucking good like i had never seen a battle like that with that many extras people can't see me <laughs> dave's doing air quotes air quotes, air quotes extras. extras because there were a lot of extras but then it, there's also this you know computer aspect of mm. uh, i think a program called mass they use to make you know that many people look like orcs doing what they do and it's just amazing the sound they make when they first arrive is in 
incredible. It's an amazing piece of film. It's an amazing piece of cinema. I think Peter Jackson is a genius. I think Lord of the Rings is, I think it's remarkable. And yes, Two Towers is my favourite Lord of the Rings film. There's no question about it. The thing that makes it better than Return of the King, I know we, we can't talk about Return of the King much, but it hasn't got the, the several endings that Return of the King has. Yeah, yeah. And I like the three storylines. I like the Frodo and Sam. Go, we, we've got them at this point. Mm. And people forget how much of that... I keep saying game changer, but how much of a game changer that was back in 2003, 2004, whatever it was. It was great. It was groundbreaking. I loved it. It blew my mind. And then you had the Aragon, Legolas and Gimli, Helm's Deep. Yeah. And then you had Merry and Pippin with the Ents. Yeah. Uh, Isengard. I love it. And I love it. The Hobbits are going to Isengard. <laughs> Sorry. <it's> just <laughs> Everyone has a role to play yeah. in that film. Maybe not so much in Return of the King. A few of the characters don't. But they've all got something to do. And I love the, the relationship between everyone in their little stories. I love the Merry and Pippin relationship. I love Sam and Frodo. I love the Legolas, Gimli, and Aragon, their mm. bond as well. This is where it switches. So for me, the, it starts off with Frodo's the hero, and mm. it switches that Sam's the hero in Two Towers. And then by, by the time the end, Sam is the hero, and Sam carries Frodo. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If I can't carry the ring, I'll carry you, Mr. Frodo. Yeah. And at that point, you, you cry. Yeah, yeah. Big time. And in this one, you, you meet the junkie that is Gollum. Yeah. And, and you see what, what Frodo could turn into. Mm. Uh, like, this is what the ring does to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's great. It's a great movie. And and I'm surprised I didn't have it higher now. <laughs> Just before I watched the film, I read the books, and I really like the books. But the films, to me, I think they did a great job of adapting and adding and removing certain things and whatever. Mm. But it's just, it was so good. So good. Yeah, I agree. I went and saw it. I saw it in cinema about five times in the end. Yeah, I think I saw it a few times in cinema, actually. I um, think it's still the film I've seen the most uh, on the big screen. So that's your number four. That is my number four. My number three. Yeah. Which, I'm again, I think, I think might surprise you, but I genuinely think this is one of the best films I've ever seen. And it's Paddington 2. No, it was in the running. I love it. I, I love it so much. I think it's absolutely joyous. And I can't fault it. And it's only number three because it's it's I've not had as long to love it as the other two that I've picked, <laughs> I think. The problem with Paddington two, for me, and I love Paddington two, is that it's right up there with Paddington one. Yeah, it's close. It's close, but for me, it's dis- it's distinctly better, I think, than Paddington 1 for me. It is on this list. Oh, uh, okay. It made it on my, this other list, but this one's my final list. Yeah, great film. Still makes me cry when um, there's a knock on the door at the end. And me and my wife were literally talking about it not too long ago. Mm. That scene, and it's we both rolled up just talking. Yeah. It's so good. And the bear's so good. Oh, God, it looks so good. You forget it's a talking bear. You, for, you like, forget. Yeah, bear. you do. You you forget it's a computer-generated talking bear. Like, <laughs> Do you not worry? It paints, paints like a like a, this Notting Hill fairy tale world of London. I mean, it definitely but does. That's part of its charm, doesn't but it? Yeah, I like that. I wish London... I, I wish when I went to London it felt like that instead of, you know, a bit... A bit scary. <laughs> Rich, last time me and you went into London, we'll tell yeah. the story. Me and Rich, after the pandemic, first time back in London to the screen, and the first thing, pretty much we got off the train station, armed police threatening threatening the man because he had a, a knife, again, air quotes, a yeah. knife. And we're like, oh, 
We're in I London. The country. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to London. Oh, police, get down! Oh, what? What? <laughs> it was a surprise. I thought they were shouting at us. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. It was bizarre. So, yes, it absolutely glamorises London. But sometimes, I have occasionally been to London and thought, oh my God, this place is beautiful. Mm. There's parts. And I can see why people make these films of glamorised London, because there are parts of it and you think, I would not want to be anywhere else. Yeah, and then lovely. ten seconds later, someone's sick on your shoes. <laughs> you know, like, that's just London. That's just, and you know, but but Paddington 2 is, is a brilliant film. Oh, I, it's delightful. I think, um, Brendan Gleeson is brilliant. Yep. I think Ben Whishaw was Paddington is brilliant. Great voice. Or I think all the all I think everyone in it is brilliant. In fact, you know, it's got Peter Capaldi in it. What's who's better than Peter Capaldi in anything apart from the, like the Suicide Squad, which is <laughs> I don't think his fault. Peter Capaldi is brilliant in it. Hugh Grant is amazing in it. Hugh Grant's yes. comedy chops are so good. He's so good at comedy. And that's not a rare thing. We know he's quite good in Four Weddings and stuff, but. He's no longer this flopsy-haired no. London man. He's a brilliant, brilliant baddie. He's a yeah. brilliant baddie. A self-absorbed, narcissistic baddie. And this I is number one, number one on Rotten Tomatoes' Guide of Best Sequels of All Time. It's got the highest rating of 99%. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And we talk about how hard it is to make a good comedy sequel. This is this is up there, right? Well, it's a category. It's it's a family comedy. Yeah, it's definitely it's a, a comedy. Film. It's funny. It's a comedy, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I now don't see why it's not in my list, and I'm angry about that. <laughs> so, Dave, what's your number three? My number three is another one we were talking about. Is Aliens? Oh, okay. Which I think is close. Well, I think the next three films are close to perfection as films can be. Yeah, I watched it a lot earlier. Than I watched it. Probably I was about 13, 14, with a bunch of mates. And I, and in the dark, when we probably shouldn't have been, and it had such a profound effect on me. It did give me nightmares. There's no question about that. Mm. It is a great action film, but I also find it incredibly scary. When they first get in the base and they got the, the beeps, that noise, that yeah. beep, still gives me nightmares. And I think that's probably the difference, why it's higher up in your list than it is in my list, just because of the time, the age we were when we watched it. I yeah. think that's that's probably the whole difference, isn't it? Is that yes. if I'd have watched Aliens when I was 13 instead of 25, then it would have had that effect on me too, probably. It's just, yeah, it's otherworldly. Like the, the, the designs of the aliens, designs of the whole interior mm. of that base, it's just when they start coming out the walls, they're like, oh, they're all around us. My favourite scene is when they find out that they're inside the, um, they've barricaded themselves so the aliens can't get in and they've got the beeps. Yeah. And you find out they're inside the barricade somehow. And they're like, they're in, they're like, they're not, they're not, because they should be seen. And then one goes in the roof and the one goes, yeah. they're up there. Absolutely terrifying when I first watched that. Just the the atmosphere it gives off. It's just such a good action film. And the big guns are so cool. You know, the ones they have over their shoulders kind of thing. Like yeah, I said yeah. earlier, Sigourney Weaver's extremely cool in this film. And I just think it's brilliant. It is. It is brilliant. It's scary. It's actually, they mostly come out at night. Mostly. Just how that girl survived. And I don't feel like it's a, a Jurassic Park 3 kind of situation. I can accept it a lot better than um, the Jurassic Park 3 debacle when that little boy survived on the island for eight weeks. <laughs> for some reason, I believe that Newt, Newt can, but that boy can't. I just think Aliens is it's not... A, I'm about to say a, something, but I can't yet. It's a great film. 
not only is it the best sequel ever, not not the best sequel, one of the best sequels ever. It's one of the best films ever. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. What's your number two? Second best sequel that's better than the original. We've already talked about it. Empire Strikes Back. I love it. It's really dark. I like dark movies. I like movies that, that go from being fun to being dark. I, j- I just love this movie. I love all the revelations. Yeah. Uh, well, I agree with a great film. I'm not going to argue this fact. Did you, was it the first one you watched? or No, no. Jedi was the first one I watched. I watched Jedi, then I watched New Hope, and then I watched Empire. Oh, wow. So I went a really funny way around doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I went backwards, I think, when I first did it. Yeah, yeah. That's, a lot of people did that, I think. A lot of people our age did that. Started mm. with Jedi and went backwards. Yeah. But yeah. Empire, it's it's just a little cut above for me, you know. And I love Jedi. I'm not one of these people that don't like Jedi. I think that's a, it's a good film, and I like everything. But I think Empire's just got everything. It and the baddies win, you know. The bad guys win. Empire, the, great. The, the, the Empire's on top. I mean, literally, the Empire does strike back, and the Empire is on top in this movie. Yeah, and we haven't spoken about the reveal of Luke's father as well. Yeah, which at the point, at that point was just like, come again. Yeah, yeah. Imagine absolutely. finding that out first time in the cinema. Yeah. Must have been, oh, otherworldly. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. Yeah. He did. He said you killed him. No. <laughs> I'm your father. I mean, it's great. We, we've kind of talked about it at length we already, have, yeah. haven't we? But and it's it's anyone who knows me knows it would be in my top three. What about you, Dave? What's your number two? Number two is, again, we've spoken about it, is The Dark Knight. Okay. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. And I think... We both have the same number one. Yeah, I think we do. And we don't. Someone's left out an absolute whopper. <laughs> the Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. First film I saw on the IMAP. And maybe that's why I love it so much. But I hadn't seen anything like it. Uh, just the, the the pure scale of it and the size and the music. When Every time the Joker's on, you know, that Jaws style mm. kind of music. I just think it's brilliant. And I like I said, I liked Batman Begins, but Dark Knight for me just was, at that point, what was it, 2008? Yeah, yeah. Definitely the best film I've seen for a while. I remember watching it and I haven't been that satisfied in a while. It was just, oh, it was just such a pleasure to watch films like that. Yeah, absolutely. It hit all the right beats for me. A decent Bat guy. I like Batman. I don't think it's the best thing in it. Christian Bale did a half-decent job. Um, I think this is where Christopher Nolan really took off. And it's found... definitely a Joker movie. Definitely oh, a Joker yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. It's not a Batman movie, really. It's a Joker movie, isn't it? It's like was it Sean Wolfe that said you you actually left Gotham as well? So you, yeah, I don't think people have realised how big of a deal that is. I can I can kind of see why you put it number four. It's not much difference. Just because it didn't tug the heartstrings, I guess. Like I say, objectively amazing movie. But Paddington, but Paddington and Empire both tug at my heartstrings. As good as like Heath Ledger is, we're also forgetting, forgetting that the support of Aaron Hackart as Two-Face yeah. and the important role he plays and Maggie as Rachel, which was yeah. a step up from um, Katie Holmes in yes. Batman Begins. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank God she didn't say yes to this movie. Um, she went and made mad money with Queen Latifah instead. Never even heard of it. Exactly. <laughs> I just think it's... Com- it's, it's nearly a like I said, like I said, my top three are nearly perfection for me. Closest yeah. you can get to a perfection of a film. Absolutely. Actually, my top five, I <laughs> I struggle to find bad things about. Them. Okay, so this is it. Number one. I'm I'm writing it in. I mean, you haven't even told me, and I'm writing in what your list is. Terminator Two, 100%. Judgment Day. Yeah. <laughs> it was always gonna be right. 
It was always going to be. What a movie. <laughs> yeah, what a movie. Just absolutely better than the original. 100% better than the original. And not that the original's bad either, but it's just a bit... It's just lower quality. It's next level stuff, Richard. It's yeah, yeah. next level. It is. It takes it is. what is a good concept of being a Terminator and then just fucking runs with it. It's kind of like Aliens. Oh, but putting Edward Furlong into this as well is like a, you know, the child actor, you know, you wouldn't expect necessarily to be in this kind of movie. Yeah. It was a kind of a, more the, the, the kind of navel gazing kind of movie. And this is a real kind of balls to the wall action. And it doesn't even matter that he visibly gets older as the movie gets Visibly, on. yeah. He grows. Facial <laughs> Linda Hamilton and... is fantastic and so different to the first one. This is why we love it. Um, the choice to go from that Linda Hamilton from the Terminator 1 to this Linda Hamilton, which is a badass. Yeah. I don't think many people have seen that coming or even had that idea, but somehow James Cameron was like, right, I've got this idea that now she's this, well, they've put her in a mental institute because no one believes her that the previous events happened. Even though there's, I think there's pictures of this guy shooting up a police department, which is a great scene in Terminator, by the way. Yeah. And then just making her this strong, uh, independent female character, which at that point in 92, I don't think there was much morale in a market for, to be honest. Definitely not an action movie. No. Definitely not. No. Strong female characters in dramas, potentially, or comedies, maybe, mm. but not in an action movie, never. Yeah, it's just, I would say, this when one was Aliens, there's, you know, and both James Cameron. True, true. Yeah. I was about to say earlier that Aliens is James Cameron's best film, and then I realised I've put no, Terminator 2 as my favourite. Nah, nah. Terminator 2 is James Cameron's best film. <laughs> the music is so good the ba-bomb bump ba bump you know oh, it really is uh, the it effects really is. the Robert Patrick character of the T-1000 which Cameron Robert Patrick's talk- incredible so good the, the action the helicopter I love the chase that goes under the bridge which is they would no way do nowadays they would make that all visual effects yeah uh, I love the, the the scene at the Cybernet headquarters when the police surround it that's yeah. just Arnie with his fucking massive machine gun the ending's beautiful makes you cry oh god the ending the ending just if you don't cry at the thumbs up at the end of Terminator 2 you are a heartless soulless yeah husk of a human <laughs> they they played absolutely to Arnold Schwarzenegger's strengths in this movie and I love a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger films but he's not yeah. the best actor in the world, is no, he? No, no. But you wouldn't even... He doesn't have to be in this movie. He just has to be robotic. And yeah. that's what that's perfect for him. But even that, I think lots of people would fail doing that properly, I think. Yeah. They just cast him. They got so lucky with him. Well, with everyone, to be honest, in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Why do you like it so much? Well, for all the reasons you've just said. Oh. <laughs> and because I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. I watched it when I was about, what... 11 I think we rented it from the video shop I remember renting it from like the video it wasn't even a video shop back then it was a little white van man who came around with videos and you rented them from his video van wow yeah I remember renting it from the video man and absolutely loving it and then getting a getting a computer game version of it that never worked past the first level (laughs) (laughs) like it just crashed after the first level and you'd never (laughs) do it again I've never been so disappointed in a video game in my life But I loved it. It was on like the Commodore 64 or something. It was on a tape, you know. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm just thinking about now that even the chase, the bike 
truck chase. The truck. Oh, God. Clearly gets ruined when it drives off the, the side of the, um, yeah. the freeway. And it gets yeah. destroyed, but then they cut to it, and it's pretty it's much... It's not in... destroyed. But yeah. you don't even care. No. I don't care about those little... In fact, they make it better, almost. And it's it's so good. Like, the rubbish sequels after it hasn't dampened it. And a lot of times, sometimes no. that happens. It leaves you, like, a bit of taste mm. in your mouth. But this one's just... Yeah. Why even bother trying to make an everyone's when you've nearly made this? Yeah, exactly. Just to stop, then. Just, to, just, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> stop trying to make Terminator 3 happen. Yeah. And it's such a shame <laughs> we're not getting any more James Cameron films apart from Avatar's. Mm. Yeah. So like Avatar 5 he's written now. Like they've not even made two. Yeah, this is <laughs> he's planning to make five or seven of them. I can't see that's getting another original, you know, James Cameron. I'm not a massive fan of Avatar. Anyway, James Cameron, you're on the wrong track. James Cameron, you <laughs> are amazing. Two of my top 3 films were his. Mm. We had the same seven choices. Well, we've got good taste. Yeah. And I think the ones we had different <laughs> are interesting. Yeah, I think so. All great se- all great sequels, though. This was our top ten. Shall we run through our top fives, Dave? Let's go from ten. Let's do all. Let's go from ten. Okay, we'll go from ten. All right, so I'll go first. So number ten for me, Wrath of Khan, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. Number nine, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Number eight, Lethal Weapon 2. Number seven, Aliens. Number six, Toy Story 2. Number five, Karate Kid 2. Anyone who disagrees with me, I will fight you. Number four, The Dark Knight. Number three, Paddington 2. Number two, Empire Strikes Back. And number one, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Mine is uh, Star Trek Graphicon at number 10. Lethal Weapon 2 at number 9. Blade Runner 2049 at number 8. Back to the Future 2, number 7. Desperado, number 6. Empire Strikes Back, number 5. Two Towers, Lord of the Rings, number 4. Aliens number three, Dark Knight number two, and Terminator two number one. Uh, we would love to know how wrong or right we are, or what your choices, yeah, and what we've missed. Send them our way. If we have lots of them, uh, we might do an, an extra extra. Ah, oh, that'd be good. Send us all your top tens, and we'll do an extra extra where we read out what your top tens are. Yeah, that'd be great. Like a great shout. A, an email yeah. special. So love it. S- send them over. That'd be, and then we can discuss them as well. Uh, And thank you for listening. Cheers. Bye. See you next week. Bye.